Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. All right, my talkers, we are hanging out with Lori and Julia on this hump, hump, hump day. We have reached the five o'clock hour, which means we're going to get into some Hollywood talk, a little dirt alert and a vintage scandal. But what do we have starting off this five o'clock hour? Well, Liza Minnelli has outlived Britney Spears and Sam Ascari's relationship. They have separated after marrying last year. There's a, a Twitter account called Liza Minnelli oh, Outlives. Yes yes, yes, yes. And so anytime there's like some kind of a breakup or something that happens in pop culture, Liza Minnelli Outlives tweets about the thing as, as, uh, as a matter of fact, which of course it is. And... You know, Brittany hasn't confirmed this. Sam, I think, has called TMZ. But yes, that is... It's everywhere. It's everywhere. I did it again, which Mm -hmm. is so I hope Brittany's going to be okay. And I hope she's happy about it. Maybe, Maybe she had an epiphany herself about Sam. Yeah. You know? And maybe she he was like her champion when she was in the conservatorship. When she really needed it. And I don't know, maybe he maybe he didn't like her dancing and twirling. Maybe it was his idea, whatever. They just maybe they just don't like each other anymore. That could very much be true. But the story he's sticking with is that she stepped out on him. I just don't see how that's possible, but I just don't. Of course it's possible. Well, I know, but we never see her except for twirling. Well, I know, but that's because she does a good job of, maybe she's got more vehicles with tinted windows than she ever had before. <laughs> you know what I mean? She's driving around in a tank and no one can see her when she goes or, out to the or, polo lounge. Or, or maybe, you know, she's got somebody that's, uh, you know, working at her house and she sneaks out in the uh, back seat of the car under a nice blanket and goes somewhere and puts on a hat and you know she has nice people around her I really do yeah well I just I thought he was good for her that's what it looks like see again we think we know these people we don't we don't don't know know him at all we just know he's big and cute and they met on a a dance video which that is how she met Kevin Federline. That's right. That's how she met Justin. She doesn't. She's never dated a, a real world situation. Right. right. Really. And it would be hard for her to even find someone in the real world situation because she doesn't live in the real world. And even when she did, we didn't like it. But remember when she dated Jason Trawick, her manager? Yes. We we were like, we well, didn't that- feel good about that. Not really, because he was her manager first, yeah. and then he became her boyfriend, yeah. and then such good friends with his dad. 
Or that her was dad. his thing. I forgot about Jason. Good deep cut, Laura. Trawick, I, I think totally his name forgot was. About it. I thought he was so handsome. Yeah, I want Brittany to go back to dating, like when she had her hot fling with Colin Farrell. I want to see her with some yeah, actors, think, some hot actors. Yeah. Not a guy who's 10 years younger, you know, and uh, is always going to be 10 years younger. I, always. <laughs> this, is, this is an issue for us. This is people my own personal talk. age if, issue. If people can talk. I get anxiety. Right. For, I, I just think, oh, is he, is he trying to make Britney feel bad about her numbers? Or I don't know. I don't know. I don't I know. Don't know. I, we don't know anything. We know so little. I don't know. But she has always met people like that way. And so, like, she met him at, like, a vulnerable time. I mean, she she was was under conservatorship. How else would she meet people? She couldn't do anything. She didn't even have a phone. That was the only way. She probably snuck around and had a relationship with him so no one would cancel it. And who knows? I mean, maybe he... She's got her book coming out. She's going to sit down and talk to Oprah. I mean, maybe she's... He said something just last week, somewhere I read it, that yeah. he was excited. We're talking about Britney Spears and Sam Ascari. And he was excited for the book to come out so people would really know So we know there's truth. nothing in there about him. No. You know? No. This is all past. Yeah, and he's been in her life for a long time, so there's got to be something. But it's all nice, is what I would assume. She is still following him on Instagram. Lori keeps finding. How do you find that out though? You just move over to the following. You know, go like I'm going to Sam. He's still following Brittany. Okay, funny. So it might take a day or two for these two to unfollow each other, if there's even you know, if it's not just some dramatic fight. But wow, that's dramatic for him to call TMZ. Did he need it? To, I don't know. That's the dramatic. The is airing on Paramount Plus on Sunday night. <laughs> but that's dramatic for yeah, attention. Yeah. I think it's more. Well, yeah, I, no, I obviously, obviously it is because TMZ would want uh, someone else besides Sam to confirm it himself. Right. Right. You know. Right. Um, this is a very interesting thing coming out of Hollywood. I mean. How long have we been talking about the Barbie movie? I mean, like months. nine months. months. Yeah, months. Yep, yep, yep. Because even when the pictures leaked last year of Margot Robbie and and, and Ryan Gosling in Venice, mm-hmm. and then we had the trailer around the Super Bowl time of the big Barbie in the land of the broken Barbies, mm-hmm. the beast. I mean, it's all been so, so, so clever. Everything. And it's just the marketing team has done a phenomenal Beyond. job. And... Margot Robbie got the right director. She, you know, the whole thing came together because it's such a clever original Beyond uh, Beyond movie. Listen to this. Listen to this. And this is a um, screen rant reporting this um, that Barbie is not only this huge moneymaker, it's now Warner Brothers' biggest movie past. Like ever. Yeah, ever. The number one movie. Um, it's shaken up the industry. It's shaken up the discourse because it's led by two women and it becomes this huge cultural zeitgeist. People are dressing up, going to see the movie more than one time. Wearing, buying pink, everything pink. I mean, it's in Grant, our very own Grant went to the movie twice. And it just is opening in Japan this weekend. 
where it is going to do huge business. Hello um, Kitty Land. That's right. And um, now we get another crazy statistic to add to Barbie's success. Nearly a quarter of Barbie's audience said that they hadn't been to a movie theater in years. Really? Years. 20%. So yeah, um, wow. That's now that's a huge number. It is. Yeah, that's a huge number. Yeah, and you know, um, it was it encouraged people to get out and see the movies, and it also helped Oppenheimer because the whole inadvertent, clever, really they can thank Killian for that. Yeah, when he was asked on the red carpet in Paris, are you going to see Barbie? And he's like, Yeah, Barbie and Oppenheimer. I'm going to see. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Um, and the you know, crazy- people have gotten used to streaming and right, movies right, at right. home, but they, this is an event. The good word of mouth has benefited uh, um, Barbie because people at uh, 22% of Barbie's audience hadn't been to a movie theater in over 10 years. Wow. Now that that's like a huge number. It is. And the Oppenheimer is reading something today that people are running across borderlines <laughs> Just watch it in 70 millimeter tape. You know, you oh, watch that in regular one. Right. And I saw it in 70 millimeter and people like are going from Vermont to Rhode Island, Providence to go see it. And people it was are shot. driving long distances mm-hmm. to fight to try to see it in the right setting. People, I mean, these are two good movies. They are. And it just, it also shows you that there's plenty of audiences that are interested in going to good movies. That aren't superheroes. That's right. And they spent 10 years on green screens. Yes. We just need a good reason to go. Mm -hmm. We just need to be excited and we'll go and we'll do it. And now we don't need every other movie to be about a doll or a toy. Mm -mm. This had a unique. Right. Thing and I was uh, talking to very a, cool message. Unique uh, yeah. message. Yeah, well, even you know, but it, it didn't feel like it was giving us a message. No, it didn't, I didn't feel take like it that. that. But it's just a good story. Uh, like this, this uh, kind of hippie chick that I know at the Blues Fest. She's like, she goes, I don't know if I'm going to go to Barbie. I said, Well, I said maybe maybe you didn't like Barbies when you're growing up. She goes, Oh, I played with Barbies all the time. I go, well, Then you're going to love this movie because mm-hmm. we're in Barbie Land. That's where we start. That's where we go from there. It's just and she goes. Oh, you know, but that gets lost in translation because a lot of people that were doing reviews about the movie, you know, maybe they're guys, they never played with their Barbies. But even if you didn't play with a Barbie. No, I know that. But I mean, the fact that the perspective was that from the doll, anyone who played with, if you played with the doll, you... You're in Barbie world and then there's also real world. So it was just like... It hadn't, she just hadn't heard it that way before. And she's just like, oh, oh, I guess I did. I said, yeah, it's kind of a hard concept to describe, but basically, you're in, that's where the movie starts in Barbie's world. It's in Barbie Land. It's so clever. It's so clever. It's so different. You can't even explain it. Yeah. I've never seen it. Right. It's so worth it. But the way all the marketing was done, at the the PR showing up in the outfits and, you know, smarter than smart. Even having all the ladies be together, Gloria, when they were all doing their their, their thing, they had just such a, you could tell that they had fun making Absolutely. the movie. So then you're like, oh, you know, you like that. Because sometimes we can tell. I mean, I think half the reason I like that damn book club so much I is I, I just love the friendship between the four actresses, Candace Bergen, Mary Jane, and um, 
Lily. The Lily. The, yeah. It's showing in Mom's building. I got oh, on the elevator it? today, and yeah. it's showing in the. You and then know, you're going to Europe. And, I you loved know, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I don't know. I think, I think that's just kind of that's. I hope when Hollywood gets back to work, they keep that in mind. That and women will go to movies. It's not teenage boys always. Yes. I mean, it's not a teenage boy. You know, but speaking of teenage boys and me, Tom Cruise's um, Mission Impossible 7 or 8 or whatever it is, mm-hmm. just passed the half billion mark. So, well, good for Tom trying to get that a, message out there yeah. today from the studio. It was just out studio. there. No, I know. And I want Harrison Ford to get more. Well, you know, that's going to be streaming. and it's but, just, but look at, like, that's a movie theater movie, but there's a reason we don't want to see it. it. It was the way it was marketed. They just relied on Harrison Ford, that people would just want to go see Harrison Ford, and we needed more of a reason for yeah. that. And the, the to, to add to that, the, the Crystal Skull prior to that which was, it was the, so bad was so bad mm-hmm. that people were people got turned we're off we're wary they rushed back to the theater for that one yes mm-hmm. and we thought we were getting what we got what i think we if they would have done what they did with this one with the crystal skull it would have ended perfectly yeah, but they yeah, put yeah. they put a middle one in there that, that didn't kind belong of didn't and belong it scared their audience away and they'll a wait for it yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, Casey and I just streamed it and watched it rather than going to the movie theater. We thought, let's watch the original one. It's been so long. <sighs> just to like re-wet so, our appetite. Too. How fun was that to watch? One. It's a great one. It was so great. And it reminds me, I want to go back to rant, Romancing with the Stone. Yes, exactly. <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to have time for that. Yeah, we will. All right, we'll be right back. Okay, Lori and Julia here for Learning Our Ex. I was just looking for a, a testimonial. This is a recent one from a woman named Kimberly who went through the program. And not only did she go through the program, she got a great job um, after college. And then she decided to go back and get her master's program in management at Texas A&M. And she got a 4.0 in GPA. And she just said she was reflecting on all the people who helped her and where she got to where she was today and she wrote this to one of the owners and the manager of one of the locations and said without Barrett and Terry who were instrumental in having making it work for me to go through the program I can't remember the name of the coaches I had while attending Learning Rx but if you could pass along my thanks and gratitude I would never be where I am today without Learning Rx it works it's one-on-one brain training it works for all different times during your life Call today for your one-hour ass- assessment. Mentions us in a half price. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. All right, well, yeah, we've got some dirt to get to here today for sure. Quite a bit out there. And let's start out with one we haven't talked about in a while, this relationship regarding Olivia Wilde and Jason Sudeikis. And remember how they had an issue with their nanny? Oh, the, yes. nanny. the nanny, Erica Gerano, is the, I believe the is. Harry Styles, the salad. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. 
I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Dressing yeah. She came out and spilled all the tea, right? She did. Very and specific. Very yeah. specific about what was going on, how she felt. She accused them. And was them. she suing them? Or she was, yeah, she was going to go. Them. Yeah, so she, so a, a Los Angeles judge has ruled on Wednesday that Erica Durano, who is the nanny, uh, nanny for Jason Sudeikis and Olivia Wilde's child, um, wrongful termination lawsuit against the exes would be moved to arbitration. So she was trying to sue them, but now it's going to go to arbitration, which means the parties will have to resolve their issues outside of the courts via a private arbiter. That's and a I, win for Olivia and Jason. Exactly. Yeah. And because, as we know, if you go back to that story, she, like I said, she spilled all the tea. Yeah. And there was probably some, I'm guessing, when you go to arbitration, that's when contracts and yeah. there might be NDAs because they do this in baseball and yes, sports a lot where yes. they sign things. I'm guessing there was something where she probably wasn't supposed to say that. Yeah. Well, right. Yeah. And she it's says an she's, she's going to be lucky if they don't uh, make her pay their legal fees. Well, and Maybe. she said that she suffered increased anxiety when Olivia mm. Wilde moved out. Oh, yeah. She accused them a lot, of, a th- a lot yeah. of things. And had such a different stress level. And they said they never fired her. Uh, they agreed she resigned. And even she even offered to help them out for an additional five months. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was dumb. Yeah, on they're her claiming part. that that was been a good gig. Yeah, they're claiming that the nanny was paid generously, and they even doubled her salary at the end of 2020. And they uh, allege that. Well, I'm going to say this: if you're a live-in nanny in the Hollywood world, I remember a long time ago we had a lady on our show who was a nanny or a personal assistant. Personal assistant to Barbara Streisand. There, there is like an expectation to be on call 24 seven and mm-hmm. you don't get paid. And there's there a lot of pressure. pay abuse mm-hmm. because you're, you're expected to be on call. Exactly. On call because the then time. you're also getting to go on a yeah. private plane and you get to go on a nice vacation. There's, blurring of um lines yep. that happen that i think were sometimes people will wrongful termination i mean you know lizzo is learning that the hard way she you know had her dancers you know didn't feel like they could not go to right things that the boss went to after you know the blurring there's a lot of yeah and so she probably does feel like she didn't get paid enough money for how many hours she exactly put in. there absolutely. is something absolutely there but she did do an awful lot of loose lips lips sinking some ships for sure yeah so we'll see where this one goes. It's just been said that there's no longer going to be a lawsuit. It's going to go to arbitration, and I'm sure in time we will learn more as this goes on. But we probably won't. No. But I have oh, a you're, feeling the numbers she, will be, you're right, will be confidential. Good call. Yeah, yeah. It's never good when the judge says, no, you go, go settle this somewhere yep, that's, between your lawyers. Speaking of a judge, and not really a judge, but let's go back to the case of Rust, the movie with Alec Baldwin and the oh horrible death can't. of Helena Hutchins. Yeah. Over What's happening now? So now Alec Baldwin allegedly, supposedly could be charged 
over the rush shooting after an expert concluded that he did, in fact, pull the trigger after he had said many times that he just pulled the, what is it, the uh, cock the gun is he one way to say He never even touched the trigger. Yeah, he never touched the trigger. He just pulled the, um, oh, the, the little button on the backpack, and then that's when it misfired. But although the actor denies pulling the trigger to the gun that killed Helena Hutchins, criminal charges against him were dropped and a new gun report despites this claim. So after uh, a forensic report obtained by People Magazine on Tuesday concluded that the trigger of the Prop Colt 45 revolver that turned out to contain live rounds must have been pulled significantly enough to cause this accident to happen. They, 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 boy, they, these guys in New Mexico, they, 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 they got back and straight. They cannot no. get it straight. This no. has been, yeah, it's been kind of an S show. In the meantime, is the armor, the, like everything is going forward yeah, with so that the, case? Yeah, the armor with Hannah Gutierrez-Reed, mm-hmm. who was initially charged with involuntary manslaughter while assisting director, well, is going on, but the assistant director, David Halls, has pleaded guilty yeah. to a misdemeanor charge of negligent use of a deadly weapon. And last week, um, Hannah Gutierrez Reed pleaded not guilty, saying that she looks forward to her day in court because they haven't conducted all the, or the you know, that they wanted to. She thinks more is going to come from to fruition out of this, essentially. She's, no. I think she's <laughs> fully at, you know, there's going to be some trouble for her because yeah, she was sure. the one in charge. There should That's, have been two. She was given the job based on her father's reputation. She had never even done another movie before. Yeah. There's some negligence there on everybody's yeah, part. Right. Uh, we talked about Lionel Richie missing the New York concert. Saturday night. Saturday night. Well, there's postponing to yeah. Monday. How'd that go last night? So for him? apparently, well, this from what I've the videos I've seen, the concert went well, but he came out and tell gave a reason as to why what happened. And it's kind of a funny one. And I've got some audio and let's just All play right, it for you real listen. quick. So it sounds better coming from Lionel himself. I had two notes to come at the same time. And when those says no, the answer, I tried to bribe the pilot. And the pilot said, I do want to see my wife tomorrow. (laughs) So that's... Essentially, he's saying that God was saying no, and the pilot was saying no, and oh, it was really no. dangerous to fly. It would have been oh, dangerous Lionel, to fly. that came off as kind of fake. A little bit. A little bit. Yeah. You shouldn't have cut it so close, even from Boston, dude. Yeah. I am sure. How many of those people that were there on Saturday were still going to be able For to go hour. on Monday? For an hour. No, but to be able right. to stay, like people are going back to work. Yeah, getting they have to do hotel rooms. It costs a lot to rebook all that kind of stuff. In New, New York, York City, City, it yeah. does. So that, yeah, but, yeah, I'm sure he's. He sounded embarrassed. Yeah. Yep, he did, uh-huh. and he definitely kind of. What's the word? Footed around it, but yeah. I can't say it on the yeah, air. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Skirted around. It. Skirted around it. There we go. Well, let's wrap up this one here. We've got about forty seconds left here with a fun story about the great movie Vacation, National Lampoon's Vacation. Travi Chase, where yeah, they go yeah, to yeah. Wally World. Well, Anthony Michael Hall, who plays Rusty, you remember, you know, the character of Rusty, the yeah, son? Yeah. Well, he admitted at a Comic Con um, event recently that he tried to sneak onto set during Beverly D'Angelo's nude scene. Do you remember when they're in the hotel room and she's taking a yes, shower? Yes, yes, yes. And then they start the vibrating bed. Well, he tried to sneak on set so he could 
check her out while this was going on. He got busted and pulled off <laughs> Just like any teenager Just would like do. any, yeah, let's go try and take a sneak peek. And and D'Angelo, uh, uh, excuse me, Beverly D'Angelo also made a very funny comment in this. She said, a lot of guys over the years have said, the first boobs I ever saw were yours. Yeah. And I have to say ding ding to that. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't think she was dating Al Pacino at that point. I no. think she dated him after. They she had twins with him. She did? Oh, they yeah. have twins. They mm-hmm. have a oh. yeah, they have children together. She was yeah, an beautiful. amazing mom. Beautiful yeah, too. Beautiful. And a beautiful, beautiful mom. Beautiful babe. And, beautiful babe and an mm-hmm. awesome mom in the vacation trilogy. Yeah. So or I think there's been four of them now, so there's like four at least. But yes, that's all I got for you guys right now. Let's all take right, a thank look. Thank you, Grant. Hey, gang. Lori and Julia here for First Equity Mortgage. And um, I just think it's so important because your house is a big purchase. And if you're buying, selling, um, whatever you're wanting to do with home, maybe you want to add on an addition and you don't want to wait for the interest rates to come down in six months. You want to do it now and then refinance and call First Equity. Find out what your options are. They, people love to work with them because you are heard. You don't have to be smart. You are not told you're stupid. They will take care of everything for you they'll and they're you, local. Uh, they'll give you options and just in the business section today, it was like home prices and home sales are staying steady. Yeah, they are. So things are, you know, people are moving and there's, you know, there are reasons to be needing a mortgage company and First Equity will totally be on your team and on your side and direct you through the whole thing. Go to my talk keyword, David, to send an email. Vintage scandal. It was quite the scandal. Okay, so a place that I think everyone visits, and I remember when I was young, having to go see the Hollywood Walks of Fame. The Hollywood Walk of Fame, and it started on the corner of Highland and Hollywood Boulevard. If you were lucky enough to go to California and I, even get to Hollywood I did. Boulevard, I never saw it when I was a kid. My auntie lived there. My cousins oh, lived there. So it. we got to go out there a lot. Same here. I had cousins yeah. and aunts in L.A. too. And that's I went there a lot. Did they take you? Yeah, we yeah, went yeah. there. Yeah, I went to the Forum and saw a Laker game at the old Okay, Forum. I'm I back to my story. Yeah, yeah. Oh, back yeah, to sorry. me. It's yeah. my okay. story. Vintage okay. scandal. We it forgot. It is a scandal. So it almost, it was drummed up. Um, by the Chamber of Commerce as a marketing tactic, tactic all the way back in like, oh, when did it? 1953. And before construction began, finally in 56, there were lawsuits against it because they, um, whoever the business was on the corner of Highland and, and Hollywood, Hollywood, Hollywood at that time, were going to have a tax assessment of a $1.25 million. And so they filed a lawsuit against the uh, Chamber of Commerce. The judge ruled against them. And the second came from Charlie Chaplin Jr., who demanded $400,000 in damages because his father was not chosen to be one of the original honorees. Of course, he should be like, that's who I think of first. Yes, he, he. the case was dismissed in 1960 when the construction was beginning, though the elder Chaplin finally did get a star in 1972. So the idea took about seven years to start. And the original concept were they were going to have characters of the stars. And um, they were going to be planted along brown and blue sidewalks. But both ideas were next because characters were too difficult to do in stone. Mm-hmm. And the colors clashed mm-hmm. with the building of the real estate on the corner. 
So originally there were four I'm types. I'm glad they canceled that idea. I know. Four types of inductees, motion pictures, television, recording, music, and radio. And it wasn't until 84 that they added live theater and live performances. Um, the original eight people that were put on the Star of Fame, the only one that I really um, can think of that we would know is Joanne Woodward. But oh. it was like Ronald Coleman, Louise Fazenda, Preston Foster, well, Burt Lancaster, yeah, Eddie Sedwick. So those were the original group, and the, and the Charlie Chan family was just Chaplin. so Chaplin's fan mm. was so mad. I don't blame them. Mm-hmm. No, and and Stanley Kramer's star was also in this group. His came first, and he was the filmmaker who did the Defiant Ones, Inherit the World, and, and Judgment at Nuremberg, and of course, it's a mad, mad 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 world and um it went on people were excited about it but here's how the process works it costs forty thousand dollars to get your name in a star you have to be nominated by someone it can be a fan Mm -hmm. it could be your manager Mm -hmm. it could be yourself but there's a forty thousand dollar fee and there's also a catch if you're going we're going to give you star you have to show up for the unveiling of the star the only person that didn't show up and just uh, challenged the rule was good old Babs herself. Barbara, Barbara Streisand, Streisand, and they wanted her to have a star that bad they didn't care. They were like, she, Right. She was a water star in 1976. Think peak, star is born, yes, all the stuff yes. is going on. She, she wasn't comfortable with crowds, and she didn't perform for so long, too. Um, with no Babs in sight, one reporter took... I'm going to say she just didn't want to go to Hollywood Boulevard. Probably. This is just funny, though. Um, yeah. When they knew she wasn't coming, a reporter took it upon himself instead to interview her wax figure at the nearby Hollywood Wax Museum. That's funny. Madame Tussauds. Uh, yes, right there. right there. It yeah. was right there. In 1998, Streisand did show up to support her husband, James Brolin, when he received his own star. Mm-hmm. There is a star... There's this thing called the Bruce Springsteen policy, too, because other people have been elected, but they refuse to show up. And Bruce Springsteen was one of them. He was elected and he just said, you know, he failed to turn up on the appointed day. So George Clooney has been nominated. Denzel Washington, John Dever, they've all been nominated, but were never willing to set a date. Yeah. Um, others were Clint Eastwood. He just flat out denied it. Mm-hmm. Um and um, there's other things about a lot of other stars that are on it that we just need, don't yeah. need to get to. But people can have multiple stars. So Bob Hope, Roy Rogers, Mickey Rooney, Tony Martin each have stars in four different categories. Oh, my gosh. That's so many stars. And more than three people have stars in three different categories, Bing Crosby, Dean Martin, Frank Sinatra, and Jack Benny. Uh, it must kill the Kardashians that they're not eligible to be because they, they try and get every category. And they were for everyone. That no reality stars. I mean, look how long after yeah. they started. It took them like, oh, 30 years to at, add to add um, Broadway stars, you know, theater yeah, yeah, stars. Yeah. And then there's um, stars have been stolen. Gregory Peck star was stolen by the guy who was working on um, construction around the area. And he jackhammered the star out and took it. They found it. Um, other people that were stolen, Kurt Douglas, stars that have been defaced, damaged yeah. and defaced, Bill Crosby, mm-hmm. excuse me, yeah, Bill Crosby, Bob Marley, someone took a hammer to, what? Ellen DeGeneres, yeah. someone spray painted Pedo on it, mm-hmm. J-Lo had back spray paint on hers, so a lot of that stuff, but really Donald the Crosby. ones, Donald yeah. Trump yeah. shows up in here. 
And then corporations, though, were never allowed to do this, but they are allowed to buy space where the missing stars are. Oh, like okay. for the old star because they don't get any money to redo it. But the forty grand is for lifelong management and cleaning and everything, but apparently it's not enough because brands absolute vodka and L'Oreal have bought their own stars for a million dollars a piece. So they gave out to money. Wow. Yeah. They gave out to money. There's a time capsule that was put under the Hollywood Walk of Fame at the 50th anniversary celebration in 2010. And again, it's on the same place where it originated, on the corner of Hollywood and Highland. The Price is Right icon, Bob Barker, was on hand to help bury the capsule, which contains various items that commemorate the landmark, plus a note from Bob Barker himself oh saying what? Um, take, neuter your pet. Yeah. Have your pets pet sprayed, sprayed and, and neutered. neutered. Yeah. And here's to hoping the people in 2060, when they open up, have even understand what we're talking about. Um, the Dern Lad crew all received a start at the same time. Bruce Dern, Laura Dern, and Diane Ladd. Oh my gosh, wow. All got theirs. That, that can't have happened very often. No, I know. Um, fictional stars count. So there's Bugs Bunny, Snow White, Woody the Woodpecker, Big Bird, The Simpsons, Kermit the Frog, Donald Duck, Godzilla, Winnie the Pooh, The Munchkins, Shrek, and Tinkerbell. And then typos have happened. Julia Louise Dreyfus, when she got hers, it, she spells Lewis, L O U I S. They spelled it L U I S. And didn't hyphen her name, and she oh. and she thought when she showed up for it, she and they unveiled it. She thought the misspelling is so perfectly apt, a great metaphor for a show business. Yes, right when you think you've made, made it, it, you get knocked down. <laughs> it's an ideal metaphor for how this business works. Right. Dick Van Dyke had the same experience, and then honorees have five years to schedule their ceremony from when they get elected. Five years. Yes. Wow. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of fun. It's fun to see. I remember being a kid and walking down and running around. I got to see this one. I got to see that one. It was cool. I, I, I never went there until I was oh. uh, like 25 years old. The closest I ever came was Disneyland. Yeah. One time we were oh. driving home from maybe one, maybe the Philippines. And I think you said that. You yeah, did. we got to go, go to, to Disneyland. And stay in a motel mm-hmm. in Anaheim. But I'm, my parents know we did. We had family there. Yeah, of that was course. That would be that my mom's be, sister. I mean, my yeah. goodness, we went. And, we did. And did you have cousins? Yeah, that well, there my too? mom's sister's kids. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Those people, double cousins. It was, it was double fun, relatives. but but it's kind of some good history. So it costs forty grand, and you have to show up. Yeah, and I love that Bob Babs was the one who wouldn't. Of course, they were going to shoot her from the wrong side. Of course, they mm-hmm. couldn't guarantee that she would be able to. <laughs> And she was at the, the height of her rights. fame, and it was probably considered kind of cheesy. But it probably, to have but a, it was so, in 1976. She wouldn't go out and do anything in the yeah, public. Yeah, but she did in 1976. She was not. She didn't get that way. She didn't perform in the 70s after her stuff. Larry. Oh, really? No, she had a fear of performing. All right. She, I think that she looked down on the Hollywood Walk of Fame in 1976. She may have, but it was still a big deal. You think so? I think it would have might have been thought kind of cheesy. It might like It took a while for it to get... But I mean, it started so long ago, and there's so many That's iconic true. people who have it. But yeah. anyway, there's the Hollywood Walk. I love the advertisement aspect. I don't like that that happened, but I money so, always wins. Money talks. That's just amazing. And you know, there's parts of the Hollywood Boulevard that, that are, are ripped up. The neighborhood is sketchy. Very. Yeah. You know, Very. And it's just like there's. It feels dirty. Like they yep. need. There's more cleaning that needs to happen down there. Lots of gum. Yeah, lots of gum. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I got. Love it.
All, All right, right. Well, listen, um, when we come back, I've just we've got a couple news stories about Splitney. Britney Spears and her husband, Sam, he's, they've been married for a little over a year, together nine years, have, have uh, supposedly split up. And um, TMZ is reporting that sources have confirmed. We feel like the source is Sam and then <laughs> Sam's manager, right? Sam Ascari. <laughs> right. And not really, you know, surprised that these two broke up because one of the things they think about, they're, they got married because, like, when she was under the conservatorship, she couldn't get married right, to him. And she, there was a lot of things that she couldn't do. And she just wanted to show the world that she was going to do what she marry her man, the man she loved. But she is 41 and he's 29. And I know Brittany has arrested development because she's been in the conservatorship since she was like 26. Yeah. And child, you know, so I think she is in a way younger oh, in some ways 100%. and then older, because, but she, this conservatorship was very infantilizing yes. to her, I, if you she will. She is arrested development. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, but he's 29 and they have been together for nine years. That's a long time. And he is from um, Iran, I believe, mm-hmm. and I don't know when he came here, if he came like looking to get into Hollywood. I don't know enough about him, but his breaking into Hollywood was being a good looking dancer. And absolutely. She that's how they met. That's why we didn't get in. Yeah, 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 exactly. We were not good dancers, but so they've been together nine years and he's 29, blah, blah, blah. But they signed. she did. There was an ironclad prenup. Oh yes, um, of course there was. Matthew Rosengart, the good attorney who got her out of her um, conservatorship. conservatorship, made sure she signed an airtight agreement. And people do not need to worry about Britney's money in the splitney split because uh, everything they did everything she, up front. Yeah, they did everything up front, and also um, the fact that. Um, the only money he would get would be a set amount for the first, you know, like each year of married life. And, it's, and I'm sure it's substantial. No. You don't think it's anything? Um, I mean, it's got to be a couple million. Maybe, maybe, but someone who's lived a multi-million dollar lifestyle. I think it doesn't matter to him anymore. Maybe not. He's done. Maybe not. And he accused her of cheating on him, which just seems weird, but we don't know. You said the tinted windows have changed since the last time we've been in a tinted window car yeah i feel like sam has cheated i do too and she confronted him and yeah. that's just what he i doesn't think. want that story getting out there's no new post on britney's instagram no not since polka dots Mm-mm. not since we got the the lesson the <laughs> where the polka dots so they signed a prenup so i'm glad about that for her and um like I said, I want, I want, um, like Donatella to invite her, like, come over to Italy, come to my villa, let's hang out in Positano. I want Brittany to get invited on fun? a yacht. Wouldn't that be fun? Somewhere. And I think, you know, be with some good She girlfriend. feels like she lives a very sheltered life with him. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And it feels like, um, she could be, once she realizes maybe this is the best thing, she's gonna be Brittany and uh, be happy about being forty-one and single. You know what I mean? I am. Um, yeah, yeah. They're maybe they're meant to go their separate ways at this point in their life. They've been together nine years. I listen my, to me. I'm such a. Like, they've been together nine years, but 
20 to 29, that's a that's a lifetime. That is a lifetime for... And he really wants to act. I know he does. And he's got so little to do on Lioness Special Ops. He's just, he's just like, um, you know... He's posing. Kinda. He's man candy in the pool or in the groups. Yeah, I he's mean, I don't a, think he's had more than no. 15 words. But that was more than his last role. True that. And it's yeah. enough that he's got a SAG after card. I have a heart. I just, I have a sadness for her because I don't think she has a relationship with her boys right now. And they're yeah. moving to Hawaii with Kevin. They're already gone. That just breaks my heart. But she hasn't had a thing with them for a while. Like three years, I think. Yeah. That's just sad, though. But, but you, maybe she can mend it now. Or maybe, you know, yeah, maybe there's an opportunity. Maybe there was something with Sam. Maybe, maybe Sam was kind of a hard ass with the boys. Could have been. And not that uh, great. It's not unheard of for, you know, the boyfriend or girlfriend of, you know, mom or dad, you know, that there's some headbutting with teenagers. That's why I told you my spidey sense about J-Lo and Ben. It isn't their love that I'm worried about. It's the five the kids, the five teenager. And actually, his youngest, Samuel, is only 11. So it's 11 yes, to 17. Yes. <gasps> I just think about what a nightmare I was like with my... Step. Uh, I'm thinking about my dad's girlfriend. Or No, we didn't get to know any of the girlfriends long enough. <laughs> Maybe like his second wife, we were not nice to. I think towards the end of my dad's active period, we're you were not nice. You were sick of him. We were sick of him. We want to be involved in your love life. Weekend mommies is what we had. We call them weekend mommies. It's. I hope. I just hope she has some friends. I think she does. I hope Selena is going to be there for Paris. All the people that showed up, the small group that showed up at the wedding. That was such an eclectic mix of people that came to that wedding. Madonna, Donatella, Paris Hilton, Selena Gomez. Just those four right there. Four very different walks of, um, you know, friendship life. So, I, yeah, I hope she's going to be okay. But um, I think her people are leaking stuff now. This got leaked. Okay, tell me what just got leaked. The airtight. Oh, yeah. The airtight prenup is in place. Um. That kind of stuff, but Splitney, geez, geez it's, Louise, it's kind of a good name, isn't it? I think it's clever. Yeah, they've already put out a whole timeline. Some of the tabloids of their this is going to breathe gossip life back into all the entertainment well, it will. shows. It will, yeah, because we don't know. You know, there's not anything else going on. Mm-mm. And I guess he was seen out and about in Hollywood without his wedding ring. That's oh. another story that's coming out there. Okay, um, that Sam. It, he was not real regular about wearing his wedding ring, and I bet he would just say to Brittany, I work out so much, and of course, it's not conducive to lift weight and rings. It's not. I did it today. Did you have your rings mm-hmm. on? Mm-hmm. Well, but there's rubber. Wanna... There's rubber. It's not. You're not against the metal. And you're not lifting like what Sam Ascari. Have you know. seen that guy's you muscles? Wait. But uh, Lori, there's a coding yeah, over I know. most but things. Grant, you're a guy. Come on. Have you ever seen too many guys work out in rings? No. Not really. No, not really. Not that are weightlifters. No, the silicone rings still like is a common thing, but even my buddies who wear those take them off when they're they gripping do. anything. Yeah. There's a lot of those out there. Too Golfing. heavy, Julia. They want to lift it up and over their head and not have anything pinched. <laughs> Exactly. All right. You, hey, everyone, have fun at Sam Smith. Don't forget, you got to bring in little, little bags, little, bags, little crossbody bags if you're carrying one of those things. Job done. Off you go.